Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you may be listening to us across the entire globe. It's Tarot Today Live. We're back on the airwaves, me and Mary here, and we have the fabulous Ellie the Moonchild with us today. This is going to be fun. We're talking oracles. Yeah. Well, of course, we always talk tarot, but we are talking oracles today, right? How's everybody doing? Awesome. Psychic, happy Psychic Saturday. Happy Psychic Saturday. So we are live video streaming on YouTube and simulcasting on Psychic Talk Radio through the blog talk, you know, blogtalkradio.com. So you may be listening to us via the airwaves on blog talk. Hey, you can come over and, and see all three of us up here on video on YouTube. And our YouTube channel is uh, at sign Tarot Today Live. You can come over here. And you can get in the chat with us. And if you're in the chat, you can call into the show, 714-816-4628. That's 714-816-4628. When you get through, press 1 on the dial pad. We already have a bunch of people calling in. This is awesome. exciting. Yeah, we're going to get that to That is exciting. Call. Yeah. Great. But they can also ask a question in the, in the chat on mm-hmm. YouTube as well. You know, if you want to call in, we'd love to talk to you. But if you're in chat and you just want to ask us to pull a card for you, all you have to do is say, please pull a card. Pull a card, Ellie, pull a card. And, and so then Ellie, also, if you have a specific question, you can just oh, type yeah. that in. You don't have to. There's no waiting. There's no list. Just and, you know, we're the official in. broadcast of the Tarot Guild. So, like, you know, if you have questions about the Guild, about professional membership, getting certified as a professional reader, um, our courses, our workshops. Oh, we have a bunch of workshops coming up for you guys. Any questions at all about tarot in general, also numerology, all the other things that Mary and Ellie and I are into? Any questions at all? doesn't have to be, you know, for a reading. You know, you can call in for a mini reading, but we love those, you know, cool questions. That it, oh, yeah. If it's on your mind, it's on somebody else's mind. So, you know, don't be afraid to speak up either in the chat, post it in the chat, or call in, call into the show. So, Ellie here, uh, you probably, if you've been watching the show, you know Ellie because we interviewed her before. So, uh, but since then, okay, we all know she's a Guild certified tower reader, but a uh, member of the Guild, of course, professional member. But since then, she joined our staff as well. She's helping us with a lot of the uh, – Technology side of things, right, Ellie? Definitely. Oh, she froze for a sec. Hmm. This happens sometimes, the internet, you know. Gosh, how it works, right? Oh, you're back. You're back, Ellie. Okay. Yes. Yeah, our internet has been a little bit temperamental, so I may freeze up from time to time. (laughs) So, yes, you've joined. It's exciting. You joined us on the staff. You're giving us great ideas. Yeah. And we lost her again. Oh, my God. This is bad. <laughs> oh, no. Ellie. 
Ellie, come back to us. Come back. <laughs> come back. The last interview we had, we did not have any of this freezing going on. Yeah, Mary, remember when you were freezing? I oh, do. that was terrible. You know, it was crazy. It's so freezing. annoying. Uh, <laughs> I feel for yeah. her. It's so annoying. <laughs> now, now you're back again. Yay. I'm back again. Okay. Yeah, our internet's being really temperamental. So I'm so sorry if I drop off. Yeah. So before the show, she only froze once, and, and we were talking in the green room, and everything was fine. But, of course, you come on air, and then, oh. Yeah, it's like, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't see anybody in the chat. This is very strange, because usually we have a bunch of people in the chat. You know, we've been off the air for a couple of weeks. And let me tell you, people are temperamental. If you're not on every week... You know, it's like, where are they? I'm not, that's it. I'm not going next week. Damn it. Oh, I know. If you're not, if you're not live every week and post every day, it's like, yeah, they deserve you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we get into, you know, Oracle decks and everything like that, we're going to talk about, that should be fun. How, How you can use Oracle decks along with your tarot or by themselves and, you know. And the language. The language of Tara, the language of Oracle, you know, it's like, I know nothing. <laughs> I have one Oracle deck, you know, so it's like Mary's got you know, 362 and then Ellie's got all of her Oracle decks, you know, so those are the two, I don't know where they are on your screens, folks, you know, but uh, those are the two who are going to be doing the Oracle stuff. I get to sit back and just listen and learn stuff, you know, but we'll also take some phone calls and, uh, but before that, Hey, um, the numerology of the day, and I don't know if you guys pulled tarot cards. I did. Uh, today's the ninth. It's the end of a cycle, right? You know, so that nine energy, um, and also the entire date reduces to a seven. You know, and that's the the seeker energy. You know, so and a lot of times that's the uh, an indication of a good time that you would want to spend more alone time, at home time, uh, away from everybody, you know, and that fits in really nice with the nine energy because, you know, then you can you know, concentrate on cleaning out the closets, literally and figuratively, you know, um, what can you let go of? What are you holding on to? You know, do you have projects that you haven't got to yet that are on the back burner? Yeah. <laughs> um, relationships that no longer serve you, beliefs, beliefs about other people, other things, or beliefs about yourself that no longer serve you. You know, it's a great time to get rid of all that. And then for the card of the day, I got, yes, the Knight of Swords. Uh huh. So this card is, you know, in alignment with that numerology. It's saying, hey, you know, uh, swords, thoughts and ideas, right? Got the sword there. Um, it's saying, hey, let's be rational about this. You know, if you're really going to really clean things out good here at the end of this cycle, you, you need to put the emotions aside and just, you know, rationally think about, do I really need this? Nah. You know, it's like, oh, I haven't touched this in six months. Do I really need this? You know, and the things like beliefs and such that I mentioned that you can let go of, you, you have to think of it rationally. The other thing about message coming through with this is um after you've done all that, and that's going to open up room, you know, because the universe does not like a void. So it tries to fill the void. 
So it's an opportunity, once you've cleared things out, to fill it with something and for growth and movement and progress towards goals and things like that. But what this card is saying is that you have to take a hold of it and run with it. In other words, you know, don't wait for somebody else to give you permission. Don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. You know, they can't make you successful. You have to do that. And so that's the message from the card. Oh, what did you guys get? Well, I I, yes, I, I'm using the HES deck today, the Historical Tarot de Marseille deck, um, printed cool. in Augsburg in 1750, and I got the Pope, or the, you know, in the RWS system, we call it the Hierophant or the High Priest. And then I'm also using the Chakra Insight Oracle by Karen Sangster with really cool artwork by Amy Edwards. And I got this card about connection. I love this. I just love that. Look how they're all, you know, kind of connected to each other. So interconnection, support from other people, along with the the Pope coming up, you know, it's, it might be a good time to ask somebody that you see as being you know, that you have some trust or faith in and that, you know, can give you like good advice, you mm. know, because the thing about this card, if you look, you know, there's the the two figures in front of them, the, the faithful there, but, you know, they're listening, they're listening and he's listening to them. And sometimes, you know, we just need to listen to our, you know, people we're connected with. Uh, our community, uh, our support system, and other times we need somebody to listen to us just to sort of hear us out and like, am I crazy? You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy. But anyways, that's what I got. So, you know, do that. Connect with people this weekend or this week and uh, get some advice from somebody that, you know, you trust. What about you, Ellie? Did you pull any cards? I did. In honor of the topic at hand today, I decided to pull first from an Oracle deck. So the card that I got from the uh, Threads of Fate. Oh, did we lose Sally for a second? Oh, she froze. Oh, no. oh. Froze. Go ahead. What, were you back? what was the card? <laughs> what was the card? <laughs> The speaker from the Threads of Fate. Cool. Oh, wow. She is really freezing. We we apologize, everybody. <laughs> I am so sorry, everyone. My internet is just not agreeing with me today. Ah, okay. Let's see. I don't know if it's stuck here. Can you all see? Yes. Yeah. Ace of Pentacles and the Seeker. So, um, just to summarize, I feel like it's a day for opportunity. Look for opportunities wherever you can and really just run with that energy. Take these divine little uh, synchronicities, things that are happening and putting in place for you to find new opportunities. So um, that's what I'm getting from this trip. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Oh, people in the chat. Jason's in there. Jason says, find out where your true connections are. And oh, Mary, tell a joke. Tell a joke. That's Jason for you. You know, it's like, tell a joke. Tell a joke. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing, I got, too. 
I got nothing, you know? I got nothing. Oh, my God. So before we get into Oracle cards and stuff, let's take a call because we got yeah. some callers here. Yeah, so we're going to pull some cards for some people or answer their questions. Who's been waiting the longest? It looks like area code 330. Caller, are you there, 330? What's your name? Where are you calling yes. from? Leslie from Mississippi. Mississippi. I didn't get the name. Mississippi yes. and... Leslie. Oh, Leslie. 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 Mrs. Hi, Dex. Hey, Mary. How's it going? We want to talk about Leslie. Yes, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a difficult week because I had a death in the family. My niece on my sister's side mm-hmm. passed away unexpectedly, and mm. I just went like try to see if wow. I can get a message on the other side. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your loss. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to pull a card from the Messages from Heaven deck because that's the deck that I use for messages from the other side. And we'll see what comes up, okay? And, okay. you know, since this happened so recently, you know, give yourself time to move through it. It, it comes and goes in stages. And when it's a shock and unexpected Especially, you know, we've got to kind of be a little bit gentle um, with ourselves. You know, whoever this was, the message is for you to spread your wings and fly and that they're proud of you. So if you've gone through like any recent moves or changes, made big, you know, you know, differences in your life, especially like if you moved on to like, say, you know, either in your career or even another location, I feel like this person is saying like that, that was a good move and, you know, they want the best for you. But let's see what mm-hmm. Dax and Ellie are getting. Go ahead, Ellie. All right. So hopefully I don't freeze up. <laughs> the card that I pulled was just kind of asking, you know, what is the message um, with the highest love from uh, the person who has crossed over to the family, just a message of mm. comfort, message of love and comfort. And we got in the middle of the bridge. So I feel like the message here is saying that this is a transitory time for the, the crossing over that has happened, but it's also, I think, very like serene, peaceful. It's saying things are okay. Nope. Froze up for a second, Ellie. Uh-oh. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, there's almost like this sense of, of peace in the transition. In the middle of the bridge is, again, that period of kind of like looking back and saying, okay, things are going to be okay, and then moving forward into whatever comes next. So it's a very comforting message when I pulled it. Um, again, just felt very like comfort, just kind of like at ease. So even though it might be hard for the transition to kind of come to terms with it, I feel like it's also a sense of like comfort in knowing that this person is and will always be with you and your mm. family. So, yeah. Yes, and this is my 31-year-old niece, and we still do not know a cause of death. Oh, that's so sad. 31. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. I'm like, nearly, I'm like nearly double that, and, you know, I, I can barely remember 31. <laughs> Message for, uh, oh, shoot, I forgot to pull a card. Hold on. <laughs> the moon card. Oh, okay. So the message here is uh, in seeking messages 
from her or anyone that's passed over, uh, you can actually do that in your dreamscape. Okay. And so when you go to sleep at night, if you want to get a message, set your subconscious to connect your connect with your higher consciousness to do that. And it's just, you know, as you're laying the head down there, you're going to drift off and you just program that in your subconscious that uh, I want to hear a message uh, or even get into a a whole conversation you can get into in the dreamscape with anybody that's passed. So that's the message I'm getting for you there, Leslie. I hope this all helps you out. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in. All righty. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And uh, let's see. Okay. So where do we want to go from here, ladies? Are we going to take another call, go into oracles? Let's take another call. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Area code 860 has been waiting the longest. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Lisa. I'm calling from Connecticut. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. I was, can, oh, thank you. I wasn't sure if you could hear me. I was. I'm trying to find a purpose in life. I'm 65 and I I need mm-hmm. direction. And I've sat quietly and I've thought and prayed and I don't have one. And I like to make the most of my time left. I do. I know. I feel the same way. I'm not far behind you, you know, and th- this is a common thing. Uh, by the way, you you sound you, – did you say 60 – how much? 65. 65? Yeah, you sound like 35. You don't sound <laughs> – and, you know, it's never too late to start something completely new, you know. That's – I am, you know, I am constantly re, uh, recreating myself and, you know, looking for new things to do. And um, so it, it, a lot of it depends on what you're trying to do with that. And I'm getting the page of cups. Pa- uh, cups are um, emotions. You know, what, what is what is emotionally satisfying for you? And if you start thinking in that direction and um, how is it that you can tie in something that is really fulfilling for you that would be even more fulfilling because you are helping other people with that. That's the secret from, you know, from, from my point of view, but let's see what Ellie and, and Mary is getting. Thank you. Any insight folks for Lisa? Yes. Well, Ellie, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I just pulled one card because my internet may or may not drop off, so I apologize beforehand, Lisa. <laughs> um, the card that I pulled for you here is um, the Swan Spirit. Mm. So it's time for a deep dive. And I think that goes really well with Dax's pull of the Page of Cups. It's time to really just kind of look at the things that make you happy, the things that light you up. What is it that really kind of inspires you. I think it's almost that time to find through exploration what it is that really lights you up. And then from there, kind of find pathways. You know, what is it about this that I really like? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, that I love accompanying people? Do I love giving advice? Uh, do I love being a healer to others? Whatever it might be. Oh. 
lost her again. Ellie, Ellie freeze for a second, but you're back. I think freeze frame. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really about exploration, the deep soul diving to just really like bring out what it is that lights you up and mm. brings up forth that transformation, right? The swan, that beautiful, graceful swan. So definitely deep dive. Thank you. And and what I got is kind of interesting. I, I pulled three tarot cards, and the essential card is the Six of Cups. And so that can connect us to the past. That can be a card of nostalgia um, and looking back to the past. But, you know, the High Priestess comes up right with that. So it's like the wisdom that you acquired in your life. Uh, the last card that comes up is the Empress card. That's a card of like nurturing, giving, being connected to people. Um, networking could be one thing that comes up with that. But you're asking about your purpose in life at this point. And mm-hmm. I feel like those cards are indicating that maybe it's time to share your wisdom uh, with yeah. people that can benefit from it. You know, it's funny, Mary, you said that because Ellie, when I was listening to what Ellie was saying, it barked that in my head too that um, – you know, Lisa has 65 years worth of experience in yeah. probably hundreds of areas. You know, don't limit yourself to just, you know, what you did as a job, a J-O-B or something like that, but way beyond that, you know, life experience and what can you share with people? And then and then what's their big problem that you can solve for them, you know? And that'll be very fulfilling. Um, also, the other thing that popped in my head was um, I saw the Six of Cups pop in my head, and I thought, oh, nostalgia. That's the nostalgia card. And Lisa, what I was thinking is a lot of times I tell people to just go back to age seven or earlier. And, you know, uh, what Ellie was saying about what lights up your eyes. And a lot of times the answer is way back there. What, what really lit us up as kids that you can dive into now at this point in your life. So I hope this all helped you out, Lisa. Thanks for calling, Lisa. Brilliant and inspiring. Thank you all so much. Have a blessed weekend. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, that opens another line at 714-816-4628. You can call into the show. And, you know, a lot of times, we might you have to go really deep to get um to specific things you know in other words we didn't give her, her give her a specific yeah this is what you're supposed to do but also tarot doesn't like doing that anyway tarot likes to get you thinking and going in a certain direction and then you figure it out on your own cuz a lot of times we already know it's just in our subconscious and we we just need to bring it forward what is that thing that really lights us up, you know, and it's just starting the search, really, you know, and uh, tarot just points us in a direction, and you you discover the exact thing, you know, niche it down yourself. Right. Well, you know, I I just want to add one thing on Lisa's question. You know, I'm trying to find my life purpose. Mm -hmm. Life purpose isn't just one thing for most people. Right. So it's kind of more like your attitude towards it, you know? 
more than anything else because that you could be doing, you know, your life purpose could be doing five or six things, but mm. it's, it's how you approach life at this point, you know? You know, a lot of readers do uh, – this is a good discussion because a lot of readers do uh, – you know, life purpose readings, I've done them, numerologists, you know, all the time. We're looking in the numbers telling you, you know, what yeah. what your your best path is and things like that with the life path and the destiny number and things like that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna burst all the psychics bubbles and everybody's bubbles right now and I'm gonna let you in on the secret. There is no Life purpose is actually what you decide. We're here to decide for ourselves what our life purpose mm. is and just do it. It depends. You know, it's like we all have different orientations to that. It's kind of like yeah. twin flames and soulmates. You know, some people say they don't exist. It's a, you know, and other people are like 100%, mm-hmm. you know, into it. I'm the same way with life purpose. I'm kind of, I'm kind of I'm against in between. I'm kind of against the concept. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I am too. Yeah. And, and it's not like I don't try to help things along. Like I'll do their numerology. I'll tell them, okay, you're with a life path this and a destiny that and that's you this. You know, it's going to be less like paddling upstream. It's going to be much smoother if you go in the, in, in this direction. But that direction yeah. is still wide. I mean, you, you can narrow it down to whatever you want to, you know. So it's really, you know, we're here to experience. And it's like, well, what do you want to experience? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Ellie? What's your uh, opinion on life purpose and soulmates? And... I've always been of the thought that life purpose changes as we grow. I mean, we're here having an experience. Life takes us down different paths, you know, oh, different yeah. seasons. So. My life purpose, what I thought it was in my, you know, teens and early 20s is completely different from what it is now. So just be open to that inspiration, to that change. As you grow and experience the world, it'll shape really what you do. Oh, sure. She almost got through the whole thing, but froze up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ellie. There she is. She's back. Am I back? Okay. At least now it's only freezing for a second. Oh, she froze again. I can see her froze. It's like. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, I'm gonna Holy cow. Ooh. Oh, now it's getting worse. It's really freezing up bad, folks. The people on the radio are like, What are you talking about? It's like, Well, we're actually on camera on YouTube and poor Ellie, her connection is, is just freezing up. It's an internet issue. You know, technology. Oh gosh. Our best friend and our worst enemy. <laughs> oh God, I know it's it's like it's like getting getting worse here. You know, she she might have done better just getting on her her phone and going through you know the cellular network. And <laughs> Probably I should. I really yeah. should. Computers and technology are just not my friends right now. I know. What's up with Aww. that? And she and she's she works in technology. You know that's I do. <laughs> that's probably why they're getting back at me. Her muggle they job. They are getting back at you. Her muggle job. Yeah. My muggle job. Oh, gosh. So we're coming up on the bottom of the hour. Hey, why don't I do the announcements real quick? And um, yeah. I don't know. Ellie, are you frozen? Ellie, you might want to try um, coming back in, maybe. 
I don't know. Yeah. So I'll I'll just do the announcements real quick, folks, while Ellie is dialing back in. Well, it's not dialing. You just push a button, but, you know, getting back into the Zoom because we're doing this via Zoom. But I just want to let you know things going on. You know, we are the official broadcast of the Tarot Guild and the Psychic Talk Radio Network. So there's a lot of things coming up, all of our shows and stuff like that. So uh, like I told you a couple weeks ago, Compassionate Light Radio is back with Angelic Channel and healer Catherine Hahn every Friday. And in, in September, she's doing a whole series of shows every Friday on the Attitude of Gratitude. So tune in on Friday, same bat time, same bat channel, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Of course, these are our radio shows. Uh, only Currently, only our show is broadcasting on YouTube. That may change in the near future. Uh, but for now, you know, um, you can catch all of our radio shows on PsycheTalk.net. And then I wanted to let everybody know that Maria Moss is coming back. That's right. Her show, The Angelic View, returns to the airwaves Sunday, October 29th, right before Halloween. So Mary and I will be saying happy Halloween to everybody. No, we're not going to be in costume, you know, but uh, I'm going to be joining uh, Maria on the airwaves, welcoming you know her back to the uh, Psych Talk Radio Network, and we'll be talking everything angelic, you know, and taking your phone calls and free mini readings and all that as well. And then, um, speaking of Ellie, <laughs> Ellie's doing a workshop with us. That's right, Sunday, September seventeenth, one p.m. Pacific, four p.m. Eastern, so that's nine p.m. London, UK. The language of oracle cards, what we're going to be discussing today a little bit, give you a little teaser for the workshop. You come to the workshop and hang out with us and chat oracle cards and ask your questions and everything. It'll be Q&A as well, and we'll be there like uh, for an hour, you know, so a lot longer than we're going to do on the show here, and you can attend the workshop live as a member of the guild. You can join as a premium member. That's our annual membership, or you can join for lifetime as well and then uh tomorrow magic uh magic universe sharona is back and she's doing a show with the fabulous lisa robertson tarot author and decorator extraordinaire and they're going to be talking about you know why you need to say no to counterfeit tarot decks there is an explosion of counterfeit decks Oracle decks and tarot decks, and they'll be discussing that tomorrow, Sunday, September 10th, and same bat time, same bat channel. If we don't uh, get to to your call today, you can call in tomorrow. In the second half of the show, Sharona will be taking phone calls. That's right. And we want to invite you, of course, to come over to the Tarot Guild. The Tarot Guild website is thetarotguild.com. It's not just a website, though. It's the world's only tarot social media networking platform. We're in our 19th year, and this Halloween coming up here uh, will be our 19th year anniversary, and we will be going into our 20th year. Oh, my God, I feel old. Wow. Oh, holy cow. But uh, go over to thetarotguild.com and... For just $47 a year, it comes out to like $3.80 a month or something like that. It's less than the cost of a latte at Starbucks. You can be a premium annual membership of the Guild and get all of our benefits and attend um, 
all these fabulous workshops like Ellie's coming up. Uh, all of our previous workshops have access to the library as well as uh, all of our workshops all year long. And you can also join as a lifetime member and be paid up complete. In fact, uh, we just had a Labor Day sale, and we've extended it through this weekend. <laughs> lifetime membership is half price. So right now, uh, the prices did go up to $47 a year for the uh, premium annual membership. And then our lifetime membership is $297 now. But if you use the promo code labor 2023 and so do it in all caps right labor 2023 that'll discount it to i think it's what 148.50 half price and then we also have a link on there where you can um do it in payments like two payments of 78 dollars oh i wonder where that number came from anyway go over <laughs> to thecherylgill.com right there on the main page you'll see the the happy labor day Banner, just click on that, and you can uh, find out all the details and everything. So there you go. That's some of the stuff coming up here at the Guild. And awesome. Like you Talk Radio Network. Is Ellie back? Did you call back in, Ellie? I'm not I, – I don't see your video, though. <laughs> okay. Let me – Oh, you sound real good. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. She just got to turn her camera on. So. Listen to this. I, I love the sound of this deck. <laughs> it's really good cardstock on that one. Oh, my God. It's the best cardstock ever. And it's like so, you know, it's a reproduction. I got it from Rena Shiminto Italian Style Arts mm -hmm. on their Etsy shop. And it's really nice and flexible and yet still really like good cardstock and just feels like leather like I don't know like I've never felt anything like this and it sounds awesome yeah like the the deck review forthcoming on the tarot guild site <laughs> oh gosh yeah and that was a a, G a Giordano uh yeah one of our members Giordano yeah. uh company reproduces historical decks i mean like to the letter you know like not nobody <laughs> it's crazy and, so a, re uh, this is a reproduction like that and all the great card stuff like what does a deck like that cost it really reasonable this was a this was a hundred bucks you know <laughs> but he had to like these cards for this particular deck that the hess deck that was created and 1750 in Oxford, Germany, where I used to live, mm -hmm. um, you can only see it in the British Museum. And so he had to get permission from the British Museum to reproduce the deck. So oh, it's like, who does that? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But I had to get it because I used to live in Oxford when I was in the Army. Oh, that makes That's a lot my of city. sense. Back, I got to ask her to unmute though, because her mm. microphone's muted. There we go. Okay, testing. Yay! Yay. Okay, Yay. okay. Hopefully, hopefully it holds up. Yeah. yeah. I know this is just a crazy show, you know, and all. But what I'm really worried about is the workshop on the 17th. Yes. We, we don't want the internet cutting in and out. And well, also, 
we don't want it cutting out while you tell everybody about the workshop. You're calling it the language of Oracle cards. You know, what does that mean for people? And, and how did, you know, how, how do you speak the language? How did you learn the language? <laughs> yeah, so... And, it, and it, just like you said, Mary, freezing up during the explanation of it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad. We got to figure out another way for her to zoom in, like maybe from a different location or. Use your phone. Yeah, through the cellular network. Turn, turn off Wi-Fi and go through the cellular network, you know, uh, as long as you have one of the unlimited plans, of course, you know, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's that might be better for you, you know, using your phone. Until yeah, I'll have to do that. I'm using my yeah. phone. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will use my phone for the workshop. It's just it's the internet here has just been so unreliable the last few weeks, and I'm mm. trying crazy to fix it, and uh, we don't know what's going on. It's okay. It's working now. So tell us about your workshop and and the language of oracle cards. What what do you mean by that? And you know, was it an easy language to learn? Is it really like a language? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's see. Real quick. Ten <laughs> Are you frozen again? Oh yeah, she's frozen again. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, there she is. Uh, Talk. Tell us. I'm never going to make it. Okay. Language of Oracle Decks. Oracle Decks. Well, you know, I have another suggestion is, uh, Ellie, you could just call into the switchboard and we could just do audio from your telephone. We could do that. Oh. Yeah. We can and, hear yeah. you then. And, and by the way, you know, you you can turn your microphone off. You can still leave your video going. Just turn your microphone off. And whether it freezes or not doesn't matter because we'll still hear you if you call yeah. in. Uh, that's an idea. Do you want to try that? Got to wait for her to unfreeze, see if she's going to call in. It's 714-816-4628. Press the number one. <laughs> yeah. And just let me know your area code and I'll bring you right on and we'll be able to hear you. I should have thought of this earlier, Mary. <laughs> I know. Well, stand by, folks. If you're watching, let me show you more of these cards while we're getting Ellie back. What I really like about it is all the characters in every card, they like, they're kind of smiling. They have like a little smile. And even, you know, crazy cards, like even like the death and the devil card, I'm trying to find them. I don't know. And here's the lovers. We have Ellie yet. I'm waiting. Uh, she's got to tell me her area code. Yeah, and I, I messaged her on Instagram. We'll see if she can let us know so I can bring her on. And, yeah, she did a heart thing there. So I think she's uh, going to try calling. Yep. It's you okay. can tell strength and, since it's a Marseille deck, it's number 11. Oh, Maybe. yeah. Maybe yeah. different. I just love this deck. I love the feel of it. I love the the artwork. It's got such so much character. Here's the devil card. It's just crazy. Seventeen fifty. Like what were you doing in seventeen fifty? Exactly. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything. I'm gonna send the. <laughs> 
the phone number to Ellie, 714-816-4628, and hopefully she'll be able to call into the show. Yeah. Your picture. I don't know if she's calling in. Even the death card is smiling, the skeleton. Jason says, who cares? You're fabulous. Uh, By the way, I love your hair, Jason says. None of us. You or me? You. And because oh. uh, because he said Mary, I just left that part out because I was talking. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. So uh, let's see. Yeah, a lot of our I don't know where our regulars are. I'm I'm waiting for our regulars to pop into the chat there. Jason says uh, question. Oh. Uh, so what does astrology have to do with tarot? Yeah, this is the thing. Barry and I talked about this a million times. How, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a tarot reader, astrologer, uh, clairvoyant, psychic. It, it, you know, what numerologist. The general public lumps it all together, even though it has nothing to do with each other. Mm. Now, a lot of people make correspondences between astrology and tarot. Like they'll say, well. You know, they don't come up with that on their own. The Golden Dawn associated it. You know, that's how, um, you know, it's a timing technique, you know, to use the, that too, the yeah. 10 degrees of each astrological sign um, for dates, you know, what time when things happen. Um, but the Golden Dawn, I think there was that association. There's astrological, you know, symbols and a lot of the the cards but they really you know it was golden dawn to me at least you know that's where i encountered it where it's like you do it an astrological reading that's another thing dax another way people incorporate tarot and astrology is a spread like a zodiac spread oh yeah easy way to do it Mm -hmm. and then like you know if you understand what each of the signs represents Mm. You know, or you could do the houses, I guess, too. Um, well, the, the reason why I think that the co- uh, correspondences are even possible is because all of these things, whether you're talking astrology, tarot, numerology, and so forth, you know, Kabbalah. all of these things are are based on a universal language, you know, and that's why they correspond because it's going right to the, the the heart of of you know the fabric of the universe really as far as how I'm looking at it you know and so whether yeah. it's numerology or astrology or tarot you're able to correspond. Uh, Ellie's uh, video popped back up here. If you're on the phone, Ellie, I saw a number pop in on the switchboard. Can you tell me on Instagram your telephone number if that's how we're doing your audio? Because I don't know what line to bring on. Okay. So let us know, Ellie, in Instagram. Just message me. Okay, and you're the 760. Are you there, Ellie? Yes. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yay. Yay. Okay. At least the audio is back. (laughs) Just say something about the workshop. (laughs) You know what we want to know. Yeah. So what everybody wanted to hear, the workshop is going to be about the language of Oracle decks. So this kind of came about because I was looking at the collection of Oracle decks that I have and realized that all of them have their kind of 
specific topics I'd like to speak to. Um, usually when I'm doing readings for clients, I will ask them, as silly as it sounds, who wants to speak to this? And that's kind of how like I figured out, oh, okay, certain decks like talking to certain subjects. So yeah, I just got curious about everybody's opinion about how they work with the language of Oracle decks and uh, mm. the best way to utilize them in readings. Brilliant. You know, so if I'm understanding you right, okay, because it's kind of, because I, because I'm excited, I'm getting excited here. <laughs> so before you, like, you don't just say like, okay, I'm going to use this deck today. Like, you know, what am I using? The Chakra Insight Oracle. You actually ask the decks which ones want to work with you. Is that right? Yeah, kind of. I'll, I'll just kind of have an initial hit. Yeah. Oh, so you ask, like, okay, who wants to talk today? Who wants to speak to this today? <laughs> I do that. You know what? I, I do that with tarot cards, and yeah. I think it really helps to know. Mm. It builds confidence as a reader to know that your cards want to work with you <laughs> that day. <Yeah. laughs> That's how I approach it. I actually pull cards from each deck until, you know, one of them that does want to work with me. But what have you discovered about different decks speaking to different situations or questions that your client might have? Yeah, so one of the things I've kind of figured out is that sometimes a deck that you don't think will speak directly to a question actually does really good at answering the question. And I think a lot of that comes from understanding how that deck likes to work, how it likes to speak to a wide range of topics, right? And just kind of having that intuitive connection with it, knowing that, you know, if I pick up the goddess oracle deck, then this is definitely for like empowerment, but it can also be for nurturing. So any questions really about like, you know, how do I take care of myself? How do I um, empower myself? Of course, the Oracle decks that answer those questions are like, you know, encouraging and like you mentioned earlier, like a hug, but sometimes there is a degree of like tough love needed. So some decks will, will be able to provide that for you. <laughs> and what are you gonna, you know, what do we, what's going to happen during the workshop? What do we get? What can we look forward to? Yeah. So for the workshop, I'm hoping to just give kind of a brief overview, a little bit of the history of oracles and how that kind of came to be and how now we apply that to oracle decks. Um, so just kind of covering a little bit of that. And then I do plan to have an interactive section of the workshop where we actually invite people who are attending to have their own Oracle decks and try pulling cards for questions to see how intuitively do they connect with the language of that deck. And if not, you know, how can they kind of forge a deeper connection to understand how the deck speaks to you versus the question that's coming in and how you can kind of intuitively figure out what it's trying to say, right? Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know the, there'll be a lot of tarot readers that really want to know the details of how to use Oracle decks, incorporate them into their readings, you know, and make them uh, get, you know, be able to get even more information, you know, so you do your tarot spread, but then you might do Oracle cards too. And how you do that? I don't know. So you got you got to come to the workshop like me, and so I can find out too. <laughs> I'm excited. This sounds fun. 
Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. I'm I'm checking the uh, chat room. Still nobody in the chat. That is J- well, Jason's in there though. Jason's talking up a storm by himself. <laughs> Hi, Jason. Oh. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. So he says, I uh, going back to the life purpose questions. They, he says, it's kind of a bit like the question, what do you want to be doing in ten years? You know that. Kind of <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. And he's got another question for you, Mary. He's like, he says that uh, that deck, you know, speaking about the Hess, uh, look uh, is a a little bit different from the traditional Marseille. What is your favorite Marseille deck? This is my favorite Marseille deck so far. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) It it absolutely is. This deck is absolutely magic. Mm. And it is different from the traditional Marseille. I mean, you know, characters are going in different directions, even facing different directions, different. I'm going to do a a full video on it, you know, so you can really see the intricacies. But just everything, I love it. I love it. It's like it's my soul deck. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I don't know if people believe in soul decks. You know, it happens. I have a couple soul decks. Doesn't that tell us something about soul mates? Maybe it's not just one. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my favorite, you know, more traditional um, Marseille still up in the air. I mean, I got the I got the reproduction of the Condors that Los Garbeo did a few years ago, and I don't really care for it too much. And then I got Jodorowsky's uh, and Philip uh, Camuan's uh, reimagination of the Converse deck, and I don't really like it either. The one mm-hmm. I like the most so far is just the majors, because it's always finished so far, that James Rickliffe did on his um, 21st century Tarot de Marseille. It's still a work in oh. progress. The majors are gorgeous. I haven't even seen that yet. It'd be really. It's I amazing. Can't, I can't imagine, you know, how you drag it into the 21st century. Oh, he just, it's so vibrant. The mm-hmm. colors are so vibrant and it's just, it really, he breathes life into the characters in the cards. Yeah. Yeah. Something about it. It's really good. So it's going to be interesting talking about the Oracle cards. Make sure you go over to thetarotguild.com and join as a premium member or a lifetime member so you can come to all these workshops with us. Uh, you ladies want to take a couple more phone calls? We have uh, two or three calls on sure. still. Oh, real quick before I do that, I did want to uh, mention you can grab Mary and I a cup of coffee. Go over to thetarotguild.com forward slash live. That's our page for these shows. And on that page, you'll be able to contact us in between shows. There's a message Mary button and a message Dax button. Of course, you have to be signed up. You know, it's free on the website to be able to message us. And uh, you'll see this banner at the top there. You can click on that and you can send us a cup of coffee. You can also book a tag team reading with Mary and I on that same page. And so if you like the way we do these readings with, uh, you know, two readers are better than one, you can grab a 30-minute session with us, book today for just $99.99. You can also book individual sessions. Just send Mary a message or me a message, say you want a reading. 
Um, that's the individual readings. And that's also, you know, all there, thetarotguild.com forward slash live. There we go. Awesome. Okay. So let's see. Who's been waiting the longest? Oh, we got some more calls coming in. It looks like 845 has been waiting the longest. Area code 845, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? 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 What's your I name, honey? My name is Maria. Yeah, call it from New York. You ready? From New York, yes. We know from Maria. Yes. What do you want to talk about? Yes, I want to know Si Ben is going to get money for me. Somebody's going to get money? For yeah, you ben. or from you? Excuse ben. me? So is, uh, you're wondering, is Ben going to be uh, getting the money he owes you or something? Yeah. For the insurance. Okay. Is a person to meet this guy if they name it Ben. Yeah. Let's take a look. Who wants to go first? I think I went first last time. Ellie, you go first this time. I think Mary went first before that. <laughs> we'll spread it around here. All right. So the two cards that I pulled, uh, let's see, I got the eight of one. So that is a good sign. That is fast movement. That is fast action. This is something coming in, messages. This is travel. This is just a really fast energy. So eight of wands coming in. That means hopefully, yes, it's looking positive. And with the chariot as well, that accompany that. So it feels like this is a fast-moving process. This should be something that is coming in relatively quickly. Um, again, this is really cool. It's looking very positive, eight of wands and the chariot card. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's a yes from me. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'll go real quick. I got the eight of wands as well. Or nine, I'm sorry. I got the nine of wands as well with this, along with the ten of pentacles. And to me, that looks really good. I got the king of pentacles as well. I think that it's going to happen. You know, with the with the nine of wands, um, it, you know, it can be like maybe it wasn't easy, you know. Um, the person yeah. usually, you know, when we look at the Rider Waite Smith version, you know, they've got a bandage on their head and stuff. So it's a process. It was a struggle. There was a lot involved in it. But I feel with the Ten of Pentacles and the King of Pentacles that that really indicates it's coming through as well. What about you, Dax? Nine of Wands. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, so, you know. Same thing that you said there. I mean, there there are, you know, there are struggles going on here. You kind of have, have the high ground there, Maria. But when I do this as a seven-card yes-no spread, I'm getting uh, two yes, three no. So that means it could go either way. It's leaning no right now, you know, what I'm seeing. But it could be turned around. It's just something's left to be done. I'm not sure. I mean, you got the ten of wands. All these wands cards and um, – a lot of them are are just just feel very overburdened and mm. uh, ray of sunshine. The 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 center card is the page of cups. That's a, a message coming through, and it might be very positive. And we end up with 
justice, the only major arcana card I'm getting, and it's at the end there. So ultimately, justice will be served. Ultimately, you'll get what's due to you, it looks like. But it just seems like there's more to be done or something in there, Maria. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Bye, Maria. We, it's always lovely when Maria calls in from New York City. Um, it's been a while, though. Yeah. Let's, let's go to area code uh, 646. We're almost at the end of the show, folks. Area code 646. Hi. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Stacy, and I'm calling from New York City. How are you? Oh, Stacy. Good. Hey, Stacy. What do you want to talk hey, about? Okay, this is in regards to the legal matter. I'm trying to see, I'm just trying to see what I should do here because I've been given uh, some advice and I'm trying to see which direction to go in because I like the best because you always give good, good, you know, readings. So I have a legal matter. I wanted to see, okay, should I do two? I can either, it's either a yes or no, or I can just continue on the hunt for a lawyer, which I think I have. But I wanted to know, for example, I do have a good case, okay? If I present this case to the media, I know they would definitely run this, this story on a local news uh, station. I'm trying to see if I sure. should have the story run on a local news station and choose a lawyer that will come forth, come forth, or should I just find my own lawyer on my own? without hindering the jury's decision. I hope that makes sense. Because I got to do something because I, I, you know, I'm getting to that statute. Should you make your case public, basically? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like Should I make you're it public? asking, like, is it in your best interest to make it public? Public first, or should I find my lawyer? Because if I make it public, then a lawyer will come through. But, or should I make it non-public and just continue to find my own lawyer? which I think I found. Okay, so, you know, I'll tell you what, it, it's kind of hard to do the, you know, this or that, you know, should I or should I not? So I'm going to ask the cards, what is in your best interest to do when it comes to um, getting, you know, getting media attention for your situation? Is that, is that in your best interest? Um, yeah, I can either do that. Because way, you know, what, can... what's going to be better is what you want. Um, look, you know, it's not a bad idea, you know. You know, it's really saying with the, you know, nine of cups that comes up here, you know, it's like sometimes we have to be careful what we what we wish for, actually. Um, and then also I got the ten of cups. Um, that comes up here too, along with the three cups. So there's a lot of emotion involved. So if this is, and we have the five of pentacles, so I don't know if money is an issue or that we're looking for that. Um, We have the three of swords in the past position. Something went wrong, (laughs) you know. Three of swords, um, usually that shows like, you know, this could be like a divisive kind of thing. And all these cups cards are really saying like, you know, if you're going to have your story be told, you know, the four of swords comes up first and says, think about this for a few days and get it together and what the emotional heart of this is as a media story, because that's the way that it helps you. 
if you have a situation that goes public and it's not told in the right way, um, that can turn people against you and you're not going to see lawyers come forward. Well, I mean, there's some yeah. that always live a bit, may not be what you want, but let's see what Dax does. I did actually uh, separate it, Stacey, in, into the, the two different possibilities. And it's really fascinating because it either one could work, right? And the cards are showing that. So for the first one, you know, going public, okay, Ten of Pentacles. You know, the, you, you get the money there. And along with that, the Queen of Cups. So so that one's going to be emotionally satisfying to you because you're going to get your story out there, you know, and, you know, how Stacy was, was done wrong, and, you know. So if, yeah. if it's about getting that emotional fulfillment, it's saying, yeah, go for that. Well, is that ultimately the best thing to do, though, you know? Now, the other way of going and, and getting your lawyer, again, another 10 card. This time, the Major Arcana card, though, the Wheel of Fortune. And the Three of Wands, you know, basically um, already having your counsel and just waiting for the ship to come in, basically, at that point. So, very fascinating that you know, both of them, you're getting 10 cards. Yes, it could work for both, but the Wheel of Fortune is a major arcana card. I think it, it's better for you, you know, ultimately to go that way because I feel that the uh, the whole going public thing is more about, you know, whether it's conscious to you or it's in your subconscious, it's more about the uh, emotional you know, feeling good about getting your story out there, and it's not ultimately necessarily the best thing for you. What about you, Ellie? Do you have some for Stace? Yeah, so like Dax, I pulled two cards just to kind of get a feel for moving forward with option number one, which was bringing it to light, and then option number two, kind of keeping it back and, and seeing where you could go with it instead, kind of, you know, like a contemplative kind of energy. So for moving forward, I got to the Ace of Wands. So this definitely feels like and the playing around with the words of bring it to light. I think it really matches that energy because this feels like actually bringing this forth and just shedding a light on what is going on. It is, again, just kind of that public recognition of like the situation at hand and what you want to bring to light and bring into truth and bring into justice. So um, I'm just getting like shine a light on it uh, for the case okay. of moving forward. Now, for the case of hanging back and kind of thinking about it, I got the death card. So the death card here being a transitionary period. This is just kind of like that energy of letting go of what no longer serves, Ooh, like making card. room for that what does. And I feel like it may even speak to like a change in direction, kind of like how Dax had the Wheel of Fortune. It's a change in direction almost, a rebirth of how you approach um, going forth, trying to find you know, legal help. So, I mean, I'm not too keen on, like, legal readings, but from what this is telling me, it kind of feels like, yeah, if you shed a little bit of light on it and just kind of bring it out into the, um, I don't want to say public eye, but bring it out into the public awareness of what is happening, that may be something that um, serves you with a new opportunity to kind of bring something forth that otherwise may not have been made aware, you know, and bringing that awareness to it. So take, take what resonates. Um, 
it's just, yeah, it feels like that Ace of Wands is pretty, pretty bright, shed a light. That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right. I think I'm going to go ahead and find a lawyer. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Thanks Steve. Thanks for the call. All right, Sam. Have a great weekend. Awesome. I love it when it works out that way, you know, the term. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. It's the end of the show it's already. It's the end of the I mean, show, folks. Yeah, yeah. Going so fast. So, you know, if if you really enjoyed Ellie, you know, despite all the technical issues and everything, we'll get that ironed out for the workshop. You know, come join us for the workshop. Also, you know, Ellie and I are going to – remember, Ellie, we said uh, we're going to try to do some impromptu shows where we just jump on a Psychic Talk radio show, you know, and maybe do YouTube too. And uh, so we're going to see, you know, when she's available, when I'm available as well, and just, you know, pop on here. Awesome. Of course, we'll be back, Mary and I, next week. And don't forget Sharona's show tomorrow. Yeah. Okay? Same bat time, same bat channel, 714-816-4628. Just write that down, and you can call in on her show as well. Um, but we'll definitely be back. For sure, Saturday, if not soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, Dax. Bye, Ellie. Thanks Bye, Ellie. Thanks, us. Ellie. Bye, Jason. Bye, Jason. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, cowboy.